Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production. This week, Bob has his gag reflex tested at the dentist's and attends a Nickelback serenaded PG van orgy. Wade gets emotional on tour after jerking and reveals he is a godfather of pee-pee. And non-musical Mark explains soaking, the non-thrusting, jump-humping augmented sport, and he admits he cannot swat to staying alive. Yes... It's time for Musical Memories. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Yes, hello. Hello and welcome to another episode of Distractable. I'm talking like this now and I'm pretty much committed to it. Uh. I will be your host for today. My name is Bob. If you've never listened to the show before, there's rules, but they really don't matter. Basically, I'm the host, and my two friends, Mark and Wade, will be the competitors. Say hello, competitors. Hello! Uh, Are we also talking like this? Everyone talks like this now. Mark, Mm -hmm. get on the bandwagon! All right! Welcome, welcome! I think I want to. Come on! Why are you being such a shit, Mark? Okay. It sounds very ingenuous. Ingenuous? Anyway, as the host, I will pick a topic and then the friends boys the other ones will compete about it and i will give points but i'm not very careful about that so i basically just pick a winner at the end but they have points there's points don't question it uh, there's points huh? uh, no defense but i don't think mark is playing along playing along with what exactly i'm i don't know what happened and i hate yeah, it I don't, but I, <laughs> welcome to another episode of distractible we sound like used car salesman <laughs> i'm no you sound like game show hosts oh come on down they're ready to win big game shows in the game the sims got that cadence anyway uh yeah hey small talk i had two teeth pulled yesterday that's good go to the dentist kids it hurts you had two teeth pulled yeah it turns out i've been feeling kind of sick for a while mm-hmm. and i was like oh maybe that's my i'm you know maybe I, need, I was seeing doctors and trying to get stuff was, i had a wicked infection in my gums like oh, a weird. deep infection that it didn't hurt my i had a little bit of tooth pain last week which is why i made a dentist appointment mm-hmm. but then i got in there and they took an x-ray and they were like whoa are you all right <laughs> Yeah, fine. I don't know. <laughs> Love to hear that. I had like a really bad infection. I guess it progressed so quickly that like it went from kind of sore to just like I didn't feel any pain from it anymore. Yeah. And uh, it destroyed two of my teeth. So that's not my favorite thing. You don't want to hear that when you walk into any kind of medical facility or like, all right, no. sit down on the table. Here's a whoa. Oh, how'd you walk in here? Nurse, come take a look at this one. Look at this. Mind if I run some tests? Pull your pants down. I mean, it was crazy. So they did not put me under for it. So I was awake, but they like gave me nitrous, which I've never had before, which makes you kind of like super chill. Yeah. Really chill. Mm -hmm. And then they numbed up my whole, it felt like they numbed my whole jaw and my whole cheek. And I couldn't, when they finished, they were like, all right, we're done. We're just going to wean you off the nitrous and and, uh, sit you up a little bit. And I was like, you're done? I couldn't even tell you had done the tooth out. Yeah. So it worked and they did a great job, but my mouth feels weird. Yeah. No, I had an infection in my gums. When I got my wisdom teeth pulled out, they make you rinse out the cavities that are left behind. Not cavities like cavities in tooth, literally just like the the indentation. Yeah, the holes where it was. So they give you this little like syringe with a curved end on it so that you can wash it out. Now, what I did was apparently something you were not supposed to do, which is actually stick the end of it inside because what that does is if you press on the syringe and it's like in there, it creates kind of like a little seal and it can rip the stitches Ah. because they stitch it closed. Cool. Um, Cool. And so that's exactly what I did. So I felt like this kind of like little pop. It was like popping your jaw a little bit in my, in like near where it was. And I was like, oh, that was weird. It didn't hurt at all at the time. It was just kind of like a little crack. And I went like, hmm, that's weird. Next day, my face was swollen. You guys remember those pictures of after my, my wisdom teeth and my whole left side of my face was swollen. It's because I had a horrible infection mm. from that uh that happening because the the water that i was rinsing out with must not have been perfectly like oh no it probably wasn't even that the water was fine because it was saline you wash it out with but the rest of my mouth is swimming everyone's mouth is swimming with bacteria that must have been it yeah i was on the couch for a week i couldn't even move from that i felt terrible yeah dude on the bright side you guys should be rich with all the teeth you've lost right yeah what? tooth fairy don't like adult teeth that's not how this works well then at least your adult teeth came in to replace your 
your other adult teeth, right? What? What? No. Aren't we like sharks where we have like seven layers of teeth so if we lose one, another one comes and takes its place? Are, I wish. Are you like that? I would hope so. Have you experienced that? Yeah, have you lost any adult teeth, you know? Can you not even tell because I come back? No, I broke a tooth, but it was able to be repaired with... I don't know what they repaired. They put something on there and there's tooth Super again. Super glue. Yeah. Got a little cyanoacrylate on there. Little curing agent, you know, dried up. Yeah, but no, I didn't. I didn't get any of that. No, dental health is very important and yes. it can be very, very bad. And I already feel better. Like I felt like kind of tired and run down, like I had an infection, I guess, yeah. for like a couple months. I think I got this a long time ago, and it just festered. And it wasn't. It didn't hurt. And when the doctor looked, she was like, "Yeah, that's really deep. You can't really see it, but uh, if you look on the X-ray here, you see this huge pus sack in there <laughs> where your gums and bones are supposed to be." <laughs> That's bad. Gross. That's not a good. Do you not go for like the two checkups a year? Like I, I do my six month cleanings. Two a year? <laughs> Every six months. Yeah. No. no, honestly, I I get really anxious about the dentist, and so I put it off. And this happens to me. I the last time I had like a dental cleaning was like. Six years ago or something. Yeah, so no, weird. Like, I, every, I hear that from so many people. Sorry, Mark. Go ahead. Sin, no, you're gonna about to hear from me. Same thing. I, I for some reason really need to go to the dentist. I'm great about brushing my teeth, but even then, I know I need to go yeah. because I can feel like what I think is the beginning of a cavity in one of my teeth, and I just have not gone for some stupid reason. Yeah, no, that's how I was gonna introduce that story. Was yesterday I got high and cried in front of two strange women. <laughs> Because I had not, I had never been to this dentist before. They put me on the nitrous, which makes you really chill, which also makes you really like open. Oh. And while they were doing it, I started like shaking. I was grabbing the chair, and my arms were shaking. And they, while they were, you know, they're in your mouth, and it's that dentist sound of like scraping yeah. things in your head. That's that starts happening, and I was just like, ah, ah. and they were like, "It's okay, it's okay, baby." And I was like, "I don't know you." I'm just going to cry out a little bit. It's fine. I just need to cry. Keep going. I'll hold still. Let me cry. And like I held perfectly still because I'm terrified if I move a millimeter, they're going to stab a thing into my brain or whatever. But I was just sitting there just like high on nitrous, just like softly weeping as they took my... It was not my favorite experience. But go to the dentist because if I had just gone to the dentist like ever in the last six years, I might have avoided that. I've never minded the dentist. Like when I, I remember growing up, everyone preferred going to the regular doctor over the dentist. But I was the opposite. I hate going to like the normal doctor for like a normal physical. The dentist never bothered me. Like I just go and I'm really chill. If I go to a normal doctor's office, I feel like my heart rate skyrockets. Whereas at the dentist, I'm just like, ah, kick back, just open my mouth. The normal doctor like feels your leg and like puts a thing on your chest and listens to your heart and your lungs for a second, it's a and then thing it's on like, your leg. You seem healthy. What's on your leg. I don't know. They they just like touch you. I feel like they when the doctor comes, you, yeah. The doctor comes in. And they're like, all right, now stand up. Now stand on one foot. Now, how far can you bend your elbow in this direction? Down, no, down. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of pressure. You got to perform. And then like you do it and you feel like you do a bad job. And then they're like, oh, okay. Okay. And then they write something down and then they're like, ah, you're fine. I feel like one of those monkeys on the street that has to like dance and perform for them. Whereas the dentist, I just kick back, sit. I guess I just, yeah, lay back, sit and open my mouth. That's it. The dentist sounds don't bother you. The drill no. that, that like, no, the scraping, <laughs> the drill, none of it. That shit in your head. Oh, the worst part about the dentist for me is whenever they, um, put the, the sandy coating on your teeth and like you feel the crunch when you close your mouth. That's the worst part for me. Is that the what? The polish. I think it's the polish they put on after oh, they do like, the cleaning yeah, and yeah, like, you, like your teeth feel like you have sand they, in there. Okay. Yeah. yeah, sure. 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 That's my least favorite part of the entire dentist experience. Also, I almost throw up every time I had a uh, braces for a long time as a kid and they do impressions, right? Mm -hmm. So they take the huge tray of goop and wedge it up into your teeth to get like a, make a mold of your oh, teeth. Hell yeah. Yeah. That always goes far enough back that it triggers my gag reflex so hard. And they don't, they do not give a shit. They slam it up in there and they're like, all right, we got to hold this for 60 seconds. And I'm literally like, Hi. and they're like, it's fine. You're fine. Yeah, stop. Stop. Don't throw up on me. And I'm like, you don't need to breathe. 60 seconds of joy. <laughs> I had to have that done for a night guard, not for braces, but for a night guard. And uh, I don't mm. think I had to choke on it during. I have a not very deep gag reflex. I don't know. It's sensitive. Mm -hmm. Anyway, good small talk. What happened with you guys? That's my thing. Uh, I mean, many things happened to me, I guess. Good. Good things. Bad things. Yeah, good. Th pretty good things. Help Sean with a thing. Mm. That was cool. 
Uh, great. I did not know that he was in LA. Is he in, or are you guys working on Yeah, he's alone? in LA right now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't mention that. He didn't say a thing. He didn't say a thing to you? No, he didn't, didn't. Man, that's really weird. Nothing. Not a word. I would assume that if you were good friends, he would have told you. I didn't hear from anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, usually my friends would tell me if they're, you know, coming across the whole world, be within driving distance, you know, maybe want to hang out. No? No, nothing. no, I mean, yeah, no. I think your assumptions are correct. That's weird. Surprising. Shocking even. Yeah. What's up with you, Wade? I also didn't get a call, but I live further away. Uh, nothing new. I, I've told you guys. Have I talked on the show about how we had to get a whole new HVAC system? I think I did, right? I think it literally the last time we were going to record, we postponed it so you could do that. And then you talked about it when we recorded, maybe? I can't remember what we've talked about or not. But yeah, we had a new HVAC put in. And once again, the inspections are so weird. If you get a company that knows what they're doing, that installs a water heater or a furnace or an AC unit or whatever, like in order for the warranty apparently to be good, like the county, at least in Ohio or whatever, the county has to come inspect it and make sure it was done properly and they give you a number and then like you'll get a letter in the mail that's like call this number specifically monday through thursday either from 8 30 to 9 30 a.m or 3 30 to 4 30 p.m <laughs> and i called during one of those windows and i got a guy's like hey we got a new hvac installed we need an inspection great uh you need to talk to the inspectors okay can you put me through uh no what you'll have to call back when uh, specifically Wednesday between 8 and 9 a.m. What? <laughs> so now I've got to get up Wednesday at 8 a.m. to make a phone call to schedule something with a specific inspector, apparently. So I have a one-hour window in a two-week period with which to call this inspector. Well, you better not yeah. miss it, I guess. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Set some alarms. Tomorrow morning, for those out there, I got to call. So huh. yeah, I got to set alarms and call this inspector because apparently the number I called wasn't good enough and they can't do anything for you. You've talked to someone specifically who's only there one hour every two weeks. Well, I mean, they did warn you, so maybe you should shut up. <sighs> No wonder nobody has working warranties when the hoops you have to jump through. Hoops, schmoops, right? Yeah. Am I right, guys? Yeah, you tell them. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling them. That, that's, my, that's my life, fixing my house. That's my life. Well, good small talk. Solid that stuff. really, really good Wade, small talk. is there ever going to be an episode where we talk about our lives and the thing that happened to you is not that your house broke again? I mean, I guess someone could die. But I... Has anything else happened to you other than your house just being a nightmare at all times? If so, that it was so traumatic, I've blocked it out. <clears throat> Fun stuff. Yeah, uh, or, or good things could happen too. Nah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have some knowledge of you having a baby. Mm, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Yeah, we'll see about it. Good old Uncle Wade, Godfather Wade. <laughs> huh? Huh? Uh, that's right. Presumptuous. Yeah. God Uncle Wade. Might be the most presumptuous thing I've ever heard. Yeah, maybe God Uncle. You're the backup <laughs> uncle. Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bench warmer it's Uncle, uncle Wade. <laughs> It's still on a oh yeah, I guess that's important. It's fair to say. So we talked about it on the live stream that we did. Uh, this would be technically the first time in a recorded episode. Manny's pregnant, everybody. Yes, we're very exciting. Thank you. I don't mean to be disingenuous. It's been. I announced this technically on Saturday a few days ago now and it's just been constant everywhere comments when i live stream social media everything everywhere i do appreciate it i just miss when my social media used to have things other than people telling me congratulations that mandy is pregnant hmm. i'm sure we'll get back to that someday what about you what about your life what about how you feel yeah i feel feel good i tell you what having a pregnant partner makes you feel really useless <laughs> <laughs> Guess what I can do to help? Bring things. <laughs> you need a glass of water? On it. You need a uh, food? You need a snack? Got it. Don't you worry. You just keep growing an entire human inside of you, and I'll keep bringing you trinkets. <laughs> <laughs> We're both contributing. <laughs> It's nice to see you both equally carrying the weight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're pregnant. I get why people <laughs> say that now. This is really hard on me, too. <laughs> Jeez. You know, as someone who's not a dad, I do have one piece of advice for you. Mm -hmm. When you change the diaper on a boy, be very careful, because as soon as that cold air hits, you have a fire hose that could go anywhere. Oh, yeah, no, we're definitely getting peed on a bunch. I've heard that boys just spray it. They really do. I remember as an uncle, my first nephew was born over at my grandparents' house. My brother went to change his diaper, and boy, oh, boy, was my grandpa's favorite chair soaked in urine, as was my brother. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Was there pee everywhere. Sure, it's great for your skin or something. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Pee is probably a great thing to have on you. What do you think makeup is? It's just pee. It's great for leather. 
right? You piss. Is it good to piss on leather? Yeah, yeah you condition it. Uh, Make sure you piss on your leather couch at least once every six oh months. Oh my god, I need to go find Henry Winkler. Fonzie, I'm coming. What? What? Did he just what, say? Where did you go? What did I miss? Did I have a stroke? <laughs> what did he just? Did say? we have a whole discussion that led to Henry Winkler being brought up? <laughs> What happened? I don't know, man. I really don't know. Uh, first thought about leather was picturing Fonzie with his leather jacket and how I want to piss on it now. God, that was a... Okay. Uh, even I have whiplash from the whiplash. Whoo, man. All right. Wait, you got to slow down. Guys, keep up. You've known me long enough. Keep up. You're traveling too fast. I can't, I can't go that speed. I can't follow where you're going. <laughs> you can. Put the leash on. Put the leash on. Hold on tight. Ah, uh, shit. Oh, shit. Anyway, don't pee on your leather couch. That's gross. Isn't Try it? not that's to. A, anyway. That's a joke. You, if you do it accidentally, no judgment, but just, you know, it doesn't do anything. Ideally, don't do it. Anyway. Great episode, boys. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. You guys want to? You guys want to talk about the topic? Oh, I'm the host. Oh, I got a topic. Right. You want to move yeah, on to that? Okay. You do it. I mean, we could just literally talk shit for a whole episode, and and I'll save what I've got. Getting older and having kids. The episode. Okay. No, Very no, fun. No, no. Oh man, <laughs> I can't believe that came up again. <laughs> I do feel like I'm getting older though, and that brings me to today's topic. Your fridge. A long time ago, uh-huh. a GMC Econoline minivan. <laughs> In the parking lot of a high school, mm-hmm. it's waiting. Something's about to happen inside that Is this high where school. Where the baby was made? In the no, <laughs> God. <laughs> inside that high school, innocent young Bob with his innocent young friends are attending a basketball game. We're all band kids, so we're all in the pep band, sitting in the stands, playing Chameleon, playing the fight song, fight on for Dublin. Dublin will win. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a good time. We all have a great time. I don't remember what happened in the basketball game. We probably lost. We sucked ass. But it ends, and we all go and drop our instruments off in the band room. And now it's time. The van, patiently waiting, is there. It knows what's about to happen, even if we don't. Three friends and their three girlfriends at the time make their way out to the parking lot. We rode together. It's a big van. Orgy! Uh, you're you're predicting. I'm going to be right eventually. You're not entirely wrong, I guess. Whoa. I knew it. Six <laughs> young high schoolers, three couples, climb into the van, each one taking their own row. It's a three-row van. There's a front and a middle and a back. We spread out. You don't want to be too close together. Of course. Turn the van on. Pump some jams. But we don't go anywhere. No one's even in the driver's seat. Oh. In the middle row young innocent bob gets to kiss a girl for the very first time (laughs) (laughs) his girlfriend sidles up next to him and then climbs up on his lap and looks deeply into his eyes and bob goes in for a big open mouth kiss because he doesn't know how it works bang their teeth clang together like two shields on the field of battle Whoops! Hold on. Wait a minute. That wasn't how I thought that was going. I thought you made out with your mouth open. No, oh, idiot. Yeah. God, jeez, this guy. Anyway, once everything gets worked out, Bob and high school girlfriend start making out. As do the other couples, like you do when you're in high school. Just six kids in a in a van, all just making out in the high school parking lot, like you do. Totally normal. Uh-huh. This moment will be etched into Bob's memory for the rest of his life. Uh-huh. He will never forget. 
what it was like to kiss a girl for the first time. The weird situation of all the his other friends all around him. Everyone just making out, having a great time, going to town. And of course, the soundtrack for this defining moment. The song that will never leave, that will echo for eternity in Bob's mind. A true classic. Look at this photograph. <laughs> Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Mm. What the hell is that? On? Seriously, though, my first kiss, my first, I mean, that's maybe not my first, like, kiss. I've been pecks on the cheek or things, but that's like my first making out with a girl ever is inexorably tied to the song Photograph by Nickelback. I mean, and I know there's a lot of meme hate for Nickelback on the internet, but I fucking hate that song. <laughs> I have nothing against Nickelback. I think they do have some bangers. They're a fine band. Like, I don't hate them the way that a lot of people might on the on the internet. But why is that the song? Why couldn't it have been a good song? Why couldn't it have been, like, Metallica or something epic? Like, making out and... Do you not see how perfect that song was? <sighs> well... It's a song about looking at a photograph and memories, and what are you doing but remembering that moment yeah. to that song? Yeah! It's Great. so meta! Yeah! It is. And now, every time the meme on the internet happens where the, the edit, where it's like, Look at this graph! <laughs> And it's him pointing. Think of your first kiss and the shield clank. Yeah, the clank of the, the shield teeth. clank. So hot. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's all to say. Today's topic is how Making out? music is memory. Uh huh. I want to talk about things that have happened in your life that have a song or soundtrack tied to them. Things that have happened that you've seen where the music was like just perfect or and and maybe this isn't a thing. Maybe we'll talk about how this is only a thing for some people. But for me, stuff in my life often has music tied directly to it where it's like defining moments of my memories, there's a soundtrack. There's a clear soundtrack. It's part of the, the clearest part of the memory is often the song that's playing and the feeling that that evokes for me. Another thing I remember really strongly is when Manny and I were getting together, uh, we were sort of dating and, and you know, going out a little bit. And at some point, Mandy was like, you should come over. I was in class, it was like a nighttime class. And she was like, you should come over, we should hang out. And this was like, this led to the night where I would say Manny and I officially got together. Uh -huh. um, and we what we did was we watched the YouTube music video series of R. Kelly's In the Closet. Oh. <laughs> and so, you know, that's complicated because of all that stuff that we knew about R. Kelly for a long time, but now is officially stuff that we know about R. Kelly. But like, we spent a long time laughing and watching those videos. It's very funny music. That song, I don't know, whatever, that song story is tied to that memory forever for me. It's like a defining part. Uh, is this a thing you guys experience? That is fascinating. There's so much to unpack from that. I almost yeah. don't want to jump yeah, into yeah. our own. Oh, like from what are we unpacking? I mean, no, not necessarily unpacking, but just like the the sheer steps going along there because it was like not only your first kiss, the shield clashing, the van situation. Oh yeah, whose idea was it to get the van? Was it all agreed upon? Or like, all right, we're gonna make it. It just reminds me of like Mormons soaking for some strange reason, and just the camaraderie of trying to like. Of what? I'm sorry, what is that that you just referenced? Soaking. Mormons soaking? You don't know about Mormons soaking? No, I don't know what that is. So. Oh, but it sounds like they were soaking. <laughs> I found <laughs> Basically, Mormons are one of many types of religions that don't uh, endorse sex before marriage, right? Ah, uh, okay, okay. So soaking is something that these kids came up with because it's all a bunch of horny teenagers, right? That it's not sex. And it probably extends beyond teenagers, honestly. It's probably like young adult Mormons who are not married. I mean, unmarried, yeah. Yes. Yeah, unmarried, who's trying to keep that? According to them, it doesn't qualify as real sex if your penis is inside of a vagina and just sitting there it's soaking this has a very interesting uh, <laughs> accoutrement to it the, the wikipedia for soaking says in the like the third sentence this practice is said to sometimes be accompanied by 
jump humping. <laughs> yes, that was my very next Which statement. involves enlisting the help of a third person to jump up and down on the bed in order to create a little motion in the ocean without the individuals engaging <laughs> in the soaking technically doing any sex movements. Yes, it's just <laughs> happening. Whoa. This sex is against our will. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Oh, it's like, it's like a it's like, oh no, I'm falling. <laughs> oh, and my pants are coming off. Yes. Oh, I'm far. We just happen to fall in this position. Oh no. Oh no, an earthquake. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Okay, well, before we jump into this, because that is a lot to unpack, if this is a legitimate thing and people do this and it helps you to cope with your reality and it, like, it's fine. But I hope you can understand people who may have engaged in this or Mormon people in general, that this is a very interesting and kind of amusing idea to, to us. Yes. <laughs> Not at all belittling it. But man, that's a lot of gymnastics for me. I feel like if you got, if you got, imagine going to like the gates of heaven after death, and they're like, "Did you have premarital sex?" Like the first person to soak's like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> Look at the rule. Billy Look at the rule. jumped on the bed while I was just sitting there soaking. <laughs> it's like, it was like a, a drunk person in a car with like ropes tied to the steering wheel and a brick on the gas pedal steering with like, I'm not touching, I'm not operating anything. <laughs> I'm just sitting in a car pulling on some strings. Yeah. I'm not operating a vehicle while under the influence. I'm just loopholing God, no big deal. It makes me think <laughs> that God is looking at humanity with a spotlight and just panning across the earth, but then you get caught in the spotlight it's like some Metal Gear Solid effect, like ding! And it's like, you're in <laughs> bed, but you're not moving. <laughs> you just go like, what's up, guys? It's <laughs> like, oh, they're just sleeping. Oh, they're just sleeping on top of each other. I thought something untoward was happening, but no, they're just soaking because there's another guy in the room jumping on the bed at the time. Like, oh, clearly they're just taking a nap while their friend is having a frolic on the bed. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. They must have had the purest intentions by inserting the penis into the vagina. I'm sure they meant nothing by it. Yes, yes. I should know. I made that. So, what does that have to do with three couples making out in a van? So it like, just, it just is like the re bring the re around. I'm bringing it around because it's like just the the collaborative plan to make this situation occur reminds me of like these circles that i was never a part of as a child listen uh, you, know, you think it was a plan then clearly you were never involved the way this happened was we all rode together it was actually my girlfriend's van mm -hmm. it was a big van it was like a hand-me-down you know so it's like family van sort yeah. of thing and we all rode together because big car multiple people whatever convenient yep and not a word ever was no one was like not even the boys were like we can try and get make out after the thing we all walked out to the van mm -hmm. and everyone just sort of looked at each other and started like taking seats in the van and sitting and then like uh, just collectively everyone was just like yeah and just started making out with each other a little bit no one said it goddamn word i can't even remember how it happened <laughs> they heard just no happened. i'll tell you what happened they heard the sound of a gong almost like a shields clashing on a battlefield and they were like oh that's the signal to start making out <laughs> and then they all started making out <laughs> so you did You're it saying i led the charge i think you did i, I sounded the clang of make out <laughs> clang. oh my god it's time <laughs> then they went at it <laughs> I remember something like this happening to me at one point. Do you? And it was kind of a similar instance where some friends and I walked home from school and we were each with our significant others and we like were in my family room and we like sat down and like I think we were ready to turn on the TV or like talk about something and we looked over and so we had like a lazy boy chair in one corner then there was like a, a same wall but opposite end there was like a couch and then across from that there was like a little bit of like a brick like where the fireplace was there was like a brick thing that like jutted out you could sit on or whatever and my friend and his significant other that were sitting there just grabbed a blanket huddled up and just started making out and i looked over at the lazy boy my friend that was sitting there and he like shrugged and turned to his girlfriend and then i looked at mine and she looked like oh, oh, around and looked at me and we both like simultaneously shrugged and everyone was just making out <laughs> 
All See, right. Mark, teenagers just make out. That at makes the, sense. At the drop of a tooth. <laughs> we didn't want to interrupt them, and it's like, well, we kind of wanted to do this anyway, so let's just all do it, I guess. Yeah, whatever. Everyone's doing totally it. Totally normal. This is not about me. Listen, it's a funny story and a fond memory, but the music. We're talking about music right, here. Okay? The music. You're stalling. Making music. High five. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, music. But yeah, music. as a foundational thing, you guys can stall a little if you want. Does this happen to you? Do you feel like this is a thing you've experienced, or is this a, like a thing? Because I, I am a musician, so maybe it's more meaningful to me. What do you? How do you guys feel about this? So it, it depends. There's music that definitely, like, if I hear it, I, I, is the question: Is there music now that like brings up memories of the past? Because that's definitely yes. Sure. And there's like memories I have that are entwined with music. One example that I, we probably all somewhat share is anytime I hear the song like "We Could Be." Here, Heroes just for one day. <laughs> yeah, I think of the tour. Like it's like right. my adrenaline starts going, and it's like I get the goosebumps because like before, when we did the You're Welcome tour, for those of you listening that didn't show go to the show or whatever, fake Losers. fans over there yeah. missed out on experience of a lifetime. Yeah, true. They'd be playing songs for the audience, and like the last song that would play before our like intro would kick on, and we'd be like ready to start the show was the "We Could Be Heroes," and then like there was a little fake out, then the song would come back on, <laughs> and then it was a live version with a with a false ending. Yeah, but then our our song for animation would play, and both of those songs like uh, have the dun, same dun, response dun, for me. Dun, it's like dun, dun, dun. yeah, dun, 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 dun. hi. <laughs> That song just wades into we could be heroes. It's like very <laughs> counter. I don't want to like sing the whole thing. Just kind of talks it, so like you know, he does not. It's we like, could be heroes. He does he not sing it. What are you talking about? He does not talk it. He just sings it in a low voice. I don't know. I think he talks it. But anyway, we could be heroes. It's not even that low. Point being, <laughs> when I hear the song, my goosebumps pop up. Hey, we could be heroes. <laughs> we could be heroes just for one day. Nice. You're welcome. But that that song, when I think of the show, I think of that song sometimes because like that was our cue to be like, okay, it's it's showtime, let's go. Yeah. And the very first show, I remember how nervous we were. And like as that song ended for real, like our intro song started playing, it was like, holy crap, it's happening. What do I do? And I remember that thought like coming to mind. It's like, you know this, you know this, you're good, you're good. I was like just consoling myself. And then like every show after, I had the same like goosebumps excitement, not necessarily fear, of because we got pretty comfortable with it. But I still get like the goosebumps and like my adrenaline and starts pumping when I hear that song and like it brings back all the memories of the tour. Mm, that is nice. Did you have a bit that you guys did with anyone? Because I always pushed Ethan out on a rolling thing. He was laying down and the song would be playing and we'd just be standing there and then there's this one part where Ethan would sit up halfway up and we'd lock eyes and just be like, I'm a little bad boy, a little bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I stood next to you too while you did that because I was on your side. <laughs> so you got to watch. So you got the benefit too. <laughs> yes. I watched your bit. <laughs> Good bit. Because Tyler and Mark were on the other side where Dan was. Mm -hmm. You were basically alone. We usually had um, like AK or, or Kirsten, whoever was doing like costumes and props and stuff over by us. I forget why. Yeah, they were part of their routine. You weren't Wade. You were you were off in the shadows. I was your, just in there. Your suit. Yeah, I was not a part of the the singing. Just moping around with your butt rose. <laughs> if you didn't see the show, none of this means anything to you. But if you mm -hmm. saw it, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, man, would you guys ever want to do a tour again? Uh, yes. Yes and no. Like, yes. It, it was a lot because we would do like 16 or 17 shows in like three weeks. We 21 days would be gone. And in that 21 days, we'd do like 18 shows, which felt like a lot. It was fun. I mean, I would do it again, but like it was definitely exhausting. I remember getting back from those and being like, all right, I got to record YouTube and stream again. And it's just like my body was just like, mm, no, you aren't. <laughs> no, you aren't. Yeah, I, I think I would say I want to be on stage with you guys again. But I don't know if I'd want to do a tour in quite the same way that we did. All right, bitch. Okay. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> yeah, no, it might high be five. nice. To, might be nice to do some distractible tours. All right, still not getting the high fives. That's fine. Whatever. Not exactly in the same state. It so. was it was an awesome experience, and like I do miss it. Like I, I miss a lot of parts of it. I miss that adrenaline surge pre-show, and I miss like doing the like you know the whole thing was fun. The improv and the the scripted bits and whatnot they were all great. Uh, doing the Q and A's afterward, like it, it got emotional on some of those Q and A's. Man, like, there were times where you guys would say something be like, oh, "Stop, stop the tear jerking." 
Um, stop, I love jerking you guys. Stop jerking me. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. not here. Now. You and you and Tyler probably jerked us the most, I think, Bob. Oh, yeah. You two were the jerkiest. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Big, big jerker. Anyway, uh, speaking of jerking, I have a memory that is tied okay. to music. Yes. Excellent. Yeah, that's very topical. So, not speaking of jerking, Amy and I were staying. No, no, out speaking of, of jerking, this is about jerking. <laughs> yes, go on. Okay, Ooh, uh, writing my fanfic. Interesting. Okay, all right. Anyway, me and uh, Amy, we were out at a um, an Airbnb out in the desert, and uh, it was a it was a nice trip. It was a little vacation, a few days, and uh, at this particular Airbnb, they had you know a uh, what do you call it? Big bed, big round uh-huh. black disc. What? Uh, record player. They had a record player. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Big round black disc player. Got it. I'm with you. I'm with you. That was, that was very real. I could not remember. They had a record player. God, man. And they okay. had they had an ABBA uh, record. Ooh. And so uh, slapped it on. Amy has a picture because she brought her Polaroid camera of this occurrence. So there's there's a nice picture tied to the memory. But I remember it was. It was playing through, and uh, you know, it started. Uh, I think with a uh, more than a woman, you know, yeah. <laughs> more than a woman to me. And then there was a fly. There was a fly that appeared in the in just materialized in the space inside the Airbnb, and there was a fly swatter there. And Amy, I think, uh, both has a picture of this and a video of it. But then uh, staying alive came on. So it was literally me chasing this fly around the Airbnb <laughs> with the fly swatter to the beat of staying alive. So I was tr- I was trying to only swing on beat, which really ruined my ability to kill this. So it's me chasing around like, ah, whap, ah, ah, staying alive, whap, staying alive, whap. Uh, I mean, just chase around, sing along to it. It's a very fond memory, and I do like that a lot. I'm not really a music kind of guy either, but I just like really, really, really think back at that a lot. Whenever I hear that song, I think of that. Isn't that also the song you're supposed to do um, CPR to? Yeah, and I was trying to kill a fly to it, so it's very counterculture. Yeah, you can either murder or save to that song. It's a great song. Yeah, it does everything. Yeah, so basically, I'm not a music guy. I don't l- actively listen to music a lot. I, I, it's not that I don't like music. I appreciate music, but I've never, ever in my life built up a habit of like, ooh, I want to listen to some music right now. I can honestly say with a straight face that I'm just not that type of guy. I don't have a music collection. I don't have go-to music on my phone. If I work out, sometimes I listen to music. Sometimes I don't. Like, it really is not an integral part of my life or my life experience. And both. Of you know if i'm driving there's nothing playing like it's just like no, if it's my choice there's nothing happening i'm listening to silence and and this is very strange i know this like not common but what is interesting when i do listen to music it does stand out so the periods of my life that are guided by music often do stand out more in strange ways maybe maybe the same i don't really know I'm like a step up from you in that I'm very similar. I don't you're have like better a better than me. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you're taller. You're he's... step up. You're a step higher than me. Yes. Yeah. This is some bullshit. You're A tier and I'm S tier in this. Um, okay. All right. Well, fine. Fuck you. Piece of <laughs> I don't, shit. I, music isn't like a huge part of my life either, but I have a little bit more integration than you do. I do have music on my phone. Guys, I need to pause the discussion for a second. Oh, I'm sorry. God. Oh, sure. No worries. I'll tell everyone how I'm better than Mark in a minute. You think you're better than me? You think, you think just because you're taller than me that you get to say? Oh, I know I'm better. Oh, you think you're better because I'm taller? Oh, there it is. There it is, everyone. <coughs> there it is. <coughs> he's when got, it comes to me. matching up to me, you came up a little short. I was already dead. You could have stopped. No, I'm stomping and spitting on your corpse. Why? The memory. I'm going to play some music while I do it. All right, uh, fair. Flight of the Valkyrie. Dun 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 stomp stomp stomp. And now you'll always remember that. Well, I'm gonna come back as a zombie to the sound of um what's the Thunder Mountain guy? Uh Thunder Mountain the Thunder Mountain King. The Thunder Mountain King? Imagine oh what the Lester the Mountain King. Mountain King song. Is that it? Hey there, feller. I'm Lester the Mountain King. I don't think in the Hall of the Mountain King. In the Hall of the Mountain King. I don't even know what this is from. No, it's it's another song that's famous, like the Valkyrie song. Oh, oh. How does it, go? it goes. Doodly doodly do. Yeah. That's me coming back as a zombie to kill you. 
Now I know what I'm dying to. Thank you. You're welcome now that I know what I'm dying to. Maybe we're not so different after all. High five. Yeah, I award both of us five points. I'll take it. I'll take five points. I'll take it. I'll take it. Bob doesn't have to know. He doesn't have to know. What if we co-host the one he's hosting? He doesn't yeah, what know if we're we doing take it. over? What if we take over this one? He hasn't awarded any points as far as I know. That's true. Yo, you want to write a movie? One example. Huh? You want to write a movie together? Yeah, you want to co-write? Yeah, let's co-write. Okay. All right. Uh, how does that work? What What do I write and what do you write when we co-write? I don't know. We'll both get on trains and we'll head towards each other and then we'll meet at the center stop between us and then we'll... What if you write most of it and then I just write and and my name under your name under like the writers and producers line? I don't like it. I you love, love it. it. Yes, I knew I it. Love I it. felt it. That's I why we're co-writing. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. <sighs> it's beautiful. Anyway, I'm going to go spend $100,000 on cameras. Uh, do you want to spend 200000 <laughs> I don't like it. I love it. Great. I'll send you my address for the other 100000 worth. All right. You just want the cash. You you buy the you buy the camera yourself. I'll just send cash. If you send that much cash, I'll have to pay taxes on it. If you just send the equipment, I won't have to worry about it. I don't think that's how it works, but okay. I think so. If you get if you give someone a monetary gift that's more than ten thousand, don't you have to like? Isn't it taxable? Yeah, but I think like uh, if if you had give them an item, isn't it if you gift them an item of that value, or is it not how that works? I don't know. I have no idea. That'd be harder to track. That would be harder to track. Let's do that then. I'll give you a briefcase with a hundred thousand dollars in it that is valued at a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. And over the next few years, I will slowly deposit into my account to make it look natural. Okay, natural. Natural accumulation of wealth. It happens. That's the trickle-down effect hitting you. It's trickling onto you. Okay, should I hold my breath for the delivery of this case? Yes. It's definitely on its definitely. way, right? This is not oh, a bit. 100. Oh, a hundred. A hundred? <laughs> Just a hundred. hundred. A hundred. Purse. A hundred poos. You know it. Can we make it a million? Instead of a hundred thousand? You hit. You hit. Great. This is really nice for me. I, I feel like I really came out ahead. You did. I will, though, right? Yep. Thank you. <sighs> Man, it's late. I like co-writing with you. This is fun. Yeah, me too. Hey, hello. Sorry. I hear a disturbance. Ah, Don't worry, Bob. I got those guys working on the house, and I thought that the house was collapsing, but it turns out they were just asking some simple questions. <laughs> they were just, like, banging on the front door like something horrible was happening. Yeah, I... Well, we were talking about music. Let's talk about Bob's house. Today's episode, Bob's house. Mm -hmm. Anyway. All right. Wait, you were saying you're better than Mark. Please continue. Uh, we settled oh our Yeah, we went through actually. that while you were gone. Yeah. We, yeah, we kind of settled all that without you. Oh, okay. And we awarded each other points. Yep. Well, We okay. both got five points. Well, you have no idea what scale I'm operating on. That might be meaningless. It could be. Probably is. Might not be, though. You have the copying my memory. Did you share any other memories, Wayne? Do you have any other I do. Ha ones? I have a couple other ones. Um, So... I don't know if you guys had like a couple song, but like I always had a couple song with my like each of my exes that was just like our song for some reason. Mm -hmm. And there are definitely times where I'll hear one of those songs like I'm just sent down memory lane. It's like, He's distraught. He melts into a puddle of tears. Oh, God, what could have been? As I shake my <laughs> fist at the skies. No, uh, but th th that's a memory that comes up as a pretty quick one. There's one that's never... This is so sad. There's one that's never happened, but in my, like, dreams it did. And so, like, I associate the two, and, like, I'm just always ever so hopeful. Um... <laughs> The uh -huh. song We Are the Champions, like that plays like whenever someone wins something, like a big tournament or whatever. We finished That's uh, the my... only time it plays ever. Yes. <laughs> Never allowed. If, if you to hear play on the radio, somebody won something big. But I remember hearing that whenever like we played basketball tournaments and my team finished twice, like three or four times in these tournaments. We never won one, but we always were right there. Um, and I remember hearing the song play, and I was like, you know what? My, at least the Cincinnati Bengals will win one day. My football team will win, and I will hear that song, and I will have, like, the tears streaming down my face, the goosebumps, and I'll just be screaming, yes! Um, and then last year, we got to the Super Bowl and then didn't quite win it, which hurt, but was cool to get there. But, like, I don't know. Since, since I started caring about sports, which I guess I started playing basketball when I was in, like, second grade, so I probably actually started caring, like, third or fourth grade, just... I hear that song and like I just am filled with like hope for a moment of like yes one day and then like reality's like mm, maybe not <laughs> so I always have like a mixed a roller coaster of emotions when I hear the that song play on the radio or wherever or when it's played after we lose and the other team gets to celebrate while we don't it's a good song it's a good song it does sting a little when you're the loser 
Yeah. Yeah, when you can hear it played. Because they don't have any time for you. <laughs> which is just rude, really. Who's in your locker room and through the wall? We are the champions. <laughs> it's, it's actually a guy who climbed into the vent and is three feet behind you above your head, just like. <laughs> you guys hear that? No. <laughs> just Open me. your locker and there's just a vent in your locker. <laughs> <laughs> you see some eyes behind it. We are the champions. No time for losers. Blowing cold air on you, like oh god. Get in your car. The back of your headrest has a vent in it. We are the champions. Oh man. Sitting on the toilet, you look down. Your toilet seat has a vent in it. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow there's a vent under the water in the bowl of the toilet, and you just hear like. <laughs> I look at my camera. My camera has a vent in it. I turned my around. Creme brulee has a vent in it. Unbelievable. Oh god! If you look at your wife, your wife has a vent in her. <laughs> What's wrong, honey? <laughs> you got a vent on you, don't you? <laughs> Where is it? Where's your vent? Honey, I don't understand. You open the vent and there's a vent in it. <laughs> That's just another vent in there. Yeah, you crawl inside. It's a vent inside a vent. Ventception. Here at the hardware store, you see vent covers and a cold sweat runs down your forehead. <laughs> One of the vent covers has eyes behind it. <laughs> you walk in and a, a judgy older man walks up to you and knowingly it's just like, oh, you look like you're here about some vents. <laughs> It made playing Among Us really uncomfortable for me. Yeah, you're at the carnival instead of a house of mirrors. It's a house of vents. <laughs> you look around, you see people everywhere, but they're not you. Who are they? <laughs> anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Songs, music. Yeah, music stuff. Uh, you know, you got Wade's wiping the floor with you, Mark. You got any? I got another one in, too. I got another one in the bag right here. Good Hello? God, man. That's why I'm a step above you, Mark, because music means something to me. What was what? Hello? Hello, Internet? Hello? Welcome back. God, jeez. Yeah, Wade's a step above you, Mark, in, in every sense of the word. Did you guys hear a voice from I did. Like a vent or something? I heard what I thought was a whammon's voice. Oh, what? Whammon. <laughs> oh, God. No, let's not do that. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, why don't you like music, Mark? Uh, it's not that I don't Let's like music. This. Yeah, it's not that I don't like music. I don't want to give off that impression because there are certain pieces of music that I really like. I, I like a lot of game soundtracks and I like a lot of like classical music and like, but I'm not the type of person that's like, I listen to only Beethoven. I don't even, I wouldn't even know the first thing about that. I like the Doom soundtrack and I, I definitely like some songs that they play on the radio. Not that anyone listens to radio anymore. God, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. This was kind of a thing when I was in high school and like I was dating uh, my high school girlfriend and, and she would get on my case a lot because I was like, I don't really listen to music. But instead of being like, here, here's music that I listen to, it'd be like, what's wrong with you? That makes her sound a lot meaner than she was. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd slap but you across the face and just throw cassette tapes at you. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. But it was just like this thing where I was like, I didn't really understand what the appeal was. And I didn't really have that drive in me to pursue it. I just never have. And even to this day, like I don't go out the, my way and go there. I find that funny because the man who learned how to play guitar and performed music on stage in front of people. What is that from? What, what do they do with that then? Yeah. It's that? more of a, it's more of a desire to like feel that thing that I think I'm missing. You know what I mean? I feel weird for not doing that. So I try to like, I really do. When I was in high school, I would like buy an album. And and to, like, to be honest, like I bought, um, I knew my girlfriend then at the time liked brand new, right? The band. Mm -hmm. So I bought their, their album and I like, was like, I was like, yes, okay. And then I listened to some of the songs. And I, like, I really like some of the songs. They're very emo, but you know, I would listen to them and you know, I was a teenager at the time. I'm like, yeah, it speaks to my soul. And then I would buy a different album because like, okay, maybe there's something to this. So I bought a corn album. Ah. I, I, it was the one that had like Twisted twisted Transistor and stuff like that. Cool. And I was like, hey, I went out and I pursued music and I bought this. And then I went to my girlfriend at the time and I was like, I bought an album. I bought corn. And then she really was like, ew. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You like? Well, I was like corn. Freak on a leash was the shit. 
I really felt like an asshole because like, oh man, I thought I looked, oh man. And then I just, that, that was kind of where it went. It was like, wow. it fizzled out. So it's a series of, of of peaks and valleys where like, I've never really felt the drive. But when I have tried to like relate to it and like get into that that field, I, there are some songs that I'm like, hell yeah, I'm big on the Doom soundtrack. I love the Doom soundtrack. But oftentimes I'll, I'll kind of like have these repressed things about like, oh man, but I don't want to be judged for it. So it's probably like a few factors there, right? Weird. Yeah. What? Well, it's weird. It's not weird. Weird, Mark. It's so Whoa. weird. God. Oh, God. That's why you're a step no. below. Oh, God. You're a lesser human for your opinions <gasps> on this. No. Unforbel unforgivable. I was going to say unbelievable, and then I had a stroke. I'm sorry. Unforbelievable. Unforlievable. Unforlievable. The other one I've got. It's kind of a sad one. Well, I mean, it's definitely a sad one. You all know Sarah McLaughlin's commercials in the arms of the angel with, like, the puppies and all that, right? Sure. Of course. Sure, yeah. My favorite well, commercial. My family decided, like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Uh... <laughs> The, my grandpa died when I was like four and I don't really remember much about his death at the funeral But when my dad died, that was like the first death I remember my family decided that that song was going to play So like I remember we were walking up to like at the wake and like that song kicked on and then they played it again Like at the service like where they you they like would come up and say a few words They whatever conclude then they take you to the cemetery. I remember that song coming on. It was just like, oh god This is devastating and like every funeral I've been to since they play that song and anytime I hear it Anytime it's referenced, anytime Sarah McLaughlin comes on to tell me about sad puppies, I just like I flash back and I just see the faces of like all my family in caskets, which is really sad. Uh, and that song just has always had that powerful, emotional, like just devastation feeling. It's, it's gotten weaker over the years because, you know, obviously I've memed about it enough and talked about it enough where it doesn't have the same impact. But there are still times where I'll like it'll be unexpected. That I'll just hear that song. You know, I creep around the corner. There's a vent and just in the arms of the angel. And, uh, you know, then <laughs> imagery, just all these imagery, just like flashcards going across my mind. I'm sorry. I know it's very sad, but just like your rendition of that was much like your rendition of we could be heroes. <laughs> In the arms of the angel fly away from here. You know, she talks no, no. it. She kind of talks through the song, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> she talks that song. <laughs> hey, in the arms of the angels. Hey. From that dark hold hotel room and the endlessness that you fear. <laughs> I know like your jazz man is just Ethan from a long time ago. <laughs> you know, Jazz Ethan. Yeah, Jizz Ethan. Jizz Ethan. Jizz Ethan. Jazz. Jizzen. You know, Jizz is actually the name of the cantina music in Star Wars. The oh yeah, it's I actually called that. Jizz. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah, they call I don't know, jizz. but it, you didn't know that it, it is called Jizz. Like that's the song title or the genre? No, it's the the genre. I don't I don't know. Just the the that cantina music is called Jizz. I'm not sure if it's specific that song in particular or just like cantina Why? music. It's genre. I'm gonna Google this and I'm gonna be upset. Google Star Wars Jizz, but do not look up images. Just look up like the actual. <laughs> I'm looking up images. Hang on. Images. Star Wars Jizz. Jizz on images. Wikipedia. Well, that's not a reputable source. This imagery is not that audacious. Oh, well, that's sad. I like the people also ask, what is space jizz called? Oh, no, it's just space jazz. Damn <laughs> it. The, the return of the Jedi novelization introduced the term jizz whaler to describe a musician. <laughs> But the term jizz as a genre of music was not introduced until the publication of Tales from the Mos Eisley Cantina 12 years later. There you uh, go. Okay. Well, the packaging well. of the 2007 Figrin, Dan, and the Modal Notes figures, five-pack, full band, describes their music as jazz like the real word that exists mm -hmm. i feel like it's only in this podcast where we can go from like yeah that reminds me of my dead family to jizz wailing in like two sentences it's all music baby this that wikipedia or wikipedia entry has a, all the places where jizz appears in star wars and it's more than i would have thought it's quite a bit there's a lot of jizz there's jizz everywhere in that universe star wars is very jizzy <sighs> do you like jizz <laughs> 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 Let's put some jizz in your ears. 
What? What? What is that a reference to? That's not B movie. <laughs> the smile on your face, the jizz in your ears. I was trying to, you know, Heath Ledger Joker. You want to know how I got this jizz? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I feel like I can figure that out for myself. I don't want to know. <laughs> My father <laughs> was a jizzer. You've got some jizz in you. I like that. My father was a jizz whaler. <laughs> Go from the whaling club. <laughs> and have all this jizz backed up inside of him. Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I feel like that's a thing that didn't need to... Why can't jazz exist in space? No. Why can't it just be jazz? Why has it got to be jizz? <laughs> no, no, no. What else was it going to be? Jaws? Jaws? This guy. Jaws? Jaws? I'm sorry, do you play Jaws? <laughs> I love Jaws. I love Jaws. I want to go downtown to a Jaws club. Oh, my Is God. Is that a day? The Jaws club's going to be jammed. It's going to be jammed. <laughs> what are you even doing here? What are you doing here? <laughs> are you just wailing right now? <laughs> 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 God damn it. You know what they say? A jizz band without a clue horn should just find a new gig. That's all I gotta say about that. I agree. Yeah, everybody knows that popular saying among aficionados. I've heard that before. There are subgenres of jizz. Oh, jizz whaling is a subgenre of jizz. I didn't know that. There are a lot of things that jizz can do for you. <laughs> <laughs> Many paths to the jizz side of the force. Also, the music form of Jats, J-A-T-Z, was reminiscent of, or in many ways similar to jizz. Guys. <laughs> Not from a jizz eye. <laughs> Have you ever heard the tale of Darth Jizzius? <laughs> It's not something the jizz I would say. His jizz was so powerful. <laughs> it could bring people back from death. Oh, God. What happened to him? Uh, his Padawan jizzed all over him in the night. <laughs> ah, that's time. See, it was nice and elegant before. That's too much. <laughs> that's too on the nose. Gross. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Of yeah, course. Fucking what's wrong with you? God, you ruined it. So, Bob, music. Do we win? Uh, well, I gotta <laughs> say, I feel like I set Mark up for failure on this one. You got, you got any last ditches, Mark? You got anything? <sighs> I used to run a lot to Lady Gaga's disco stick. I fucking love that song. I really, it's something about I the was BPM, poker face. something about the pacing. It was like, I could listen to that song on loop on a treadmill and I would just keep going. I feel that. But that's all I got. That's like the last little squeak of anything I have. Well, that was certainly worth some points, but we'll have to see how it all shakes out. All right. You know what? One regret before we wrap up, one regret I have is back when we were doing Drunk Minecraft 10 years ago and we had like the, uh -huh. the Walking Dead thing we always did. The, me ask you something, Rick. Me ask me something. Me ask me, me something. Ask me some. The Lady Gaga song, Edge of Glory, was a thing. And uh, I remember I came up with like this little mini parody called uh, I'm on the Bed with Lori and it was Shane. Uh, <laughs> and I really wish in some way I had made that an actual video way back when whenever that was a popular thing i wanted to make that like i had video. this idea i had this visual where they're like then rick would probably be like i'm on the bed with you and like they'd all three start dancing like that you know like i don't know that sounded more like george lopez <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <What> <laughs> a... oh man i don't know what a niche regret man i do oh, my it's, God. it's a it's one i've had for 10 years that's a deep cut. Man, it hurts me every day when I think I hear that song. It hurts you? You wake up in pain when from I that? When I hear that regret? song, I feel like a chest pain of regret from time. Uh, what could have been? What could have been? You would have been in a completely different place if that had happened. That would have changed the arc of your entire existence. I guess it was Rick and Lori on the bed. It was, I'm on the bed with Lori. I know Shane, you want her too. And then he pops up, I'm on the bed with you. Uh, God, man, I'm sorry. I'm sad for you. Yeah, it's one of my deepest content creator regrets. I'm sad for you. Ten years, my biggest regret as content creation is not making that video. Gonna be hard to come back from. Yeah. See why it haunts you. Mm -hmm. I've gotten over in the arms of the angel, but Edge of Glory still haunts me to this day. Poor guy can't even say it. I can't say the name of the title on the on the bed with Glory. The bed. What's it, what would be the title of the song? The bed with Lori. Yeah, probably. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> 
say, Wade, you had a strong lead up until that point. But I know, uh, I know. I deserve I deserve that point <laughs> that deducted. Cost you, man. That cost you. Such a terrible decision. Really gotta deduct something for that, I feel like. Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, participating. I feel like we talked, at least at some points, a little bit about music. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we pretty much covered my topic. Oh, yeah. I am looking over the points now, and I got to say, the unbelievably embarrassing failure that you just revealed to us by not making that music video a reality, Wayne, yeah. wasn't enough to take the win away. You uh, win, sir. I've done it. Yep, all right, that's fair. I do feel like this one was kind of skewed against you, Mar. I really didn't know that about you. I think that's interesting because you strike me as you care so much about sound mm -hmm. in the context of like making in, in space and all the, the things you make. You're so careful and thoughtful about the soundscape, mm -hmm. but that's not music. Yeah. So I never thought about the idea that you might, you know, people are allowed to not have music be like a central part of their memories or their life or whatever. And that's interesting. But I do feel like I screwed you on that one a little bit. No, no, it's okay. I, I, di I did my best effort and it just wasn't good enough, which is a theme throughout my life. And I get it. I don't know, Marky. You're a freak. Wow. We're going to talk about all of that later. Okay, I was trying um, to do the Christy wake up. I was trying to set it up. For I don't know what that is. You got a you got a victory speech, Wade? You want to rub it in? Mark, don't like this. Uh, yeah, uh, thank you all for allowing me to be the music man to your ears. You're welcome. Great. You kind of gave a loser speech already, Mark. You got any wisdom? Any words? It, music lives within our souls and exists throughout our very being. We extend ourselves throughout the world in the music that we share. In our ears and out your ass, blow it up and eat some grass. Time to wake up, time to wake up. That started off, I liked it, and then it went to a place where I was like, oh, I don't know if I like it. It's a loser speech. That's what it's for. I'm just staring at vents all day, hearing <laughs> music, <laughs> creeping through them. <laughs> anyway, congratulations. I don't like Christy. Jesus, <laughs> Christy. Christy, wake up. What are you doing? What happened? I don't know why. That just made me lose my shit because I was what? like, all right, I'm just going to rat and wait. It's just like, I don't like this. I was listening to the song. Creepy wake up. <laughs> I listened to Shakira one of the other episodes, so I decided to listen to some music for this one. Oh, you're not allowed to like Shakira anymore. She's in trouble. Mm. Oh. Hate to break that to you, but she's a criminal. Conspiracy theory. She's being framed. She <laughs> would never. Criminal? All right. Well, that'll be the topic for the next episode. Wade's Shakira episode. Next episode, right. we will defend Shakira and we will put, make a flawless plan to save her life. Okay. Well, you can. Uh, let's not commit to anything. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Distractable. Make sure you go and find Mark at Markiplier, yes. Wade at Lord Minion 777 or Minion 777, me at MySkerm on places we all do streaming and the YouTube and the whatnot. And uh, yeah, make sure you like uh, check out the merch at sh sh shop store. Store. Store.distractiblepodcast.com. Store and uh, make sure you follow so that you get a notification on your phone when the new episodes come out. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, competitors, for competing. And that's going to be it for this bad boy. Podcast out.